Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the What Are We Doing podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? So listen, we're back, and I've got a PSA for everybody. PSA for this episode. Here it goes. You ready? If you're a 10 out of 10, and ladies, this one's for you. Like, guys, take a seat. I know the last, like, 60 episodes have been just for the guys only. So sit down. This one's for the ladies. Are you listening up? Okay, here we go. If you're a 10 out of 10, you don't need to work a 9 to 5. Okay, that's it. So it's it. Everybody's done working now and all the pretty girls are done. If you're a pretty girl, you need to stop working immediately. Okay, there's too many of you on my Twitter timeline, Facebook friends, Snapchat, YouTube, Pinterest, wherever you are, you TikTokers who also are working nine to five jobs. You got to stop. You women are too pretty looking to work nine to five jobs. Go either part-time or just nothing at all because it's time for you to do just really, truly what you want to do. You know what I mean? I do not want to work for the rest of my life. Does it look like I want to get up at 6 a.m. every day for the next 60 years? No, I'm too pretty for that. That's what I'm talking about. And you know what I mean? Lucy knows exactly where her priorities lie, okay? What you guys need to do is you need to get your head on the same level as Lucy. You need to be on Lucy's level. Get on Lucy's level, and then really everything else will just fall into line. As soon as you realize you're a bad bitch, go quit your job and realize that you are too pretty to work. Meg's realized it about a year ago. Meg's hasn't been working for like 18 months. You know what I mean? She gets it. Meg's understands. Meg's is on board. Meg's is on Lucy's level. You guys need to get on Lucy's level. A young TikToker is ready to give up her, um, give up the rigors of gainful employment. And she says she's too pretty to be bothered with a job. Lucy Welcher, a social media influencer with more than 10 million TikTok likes, not followers, by the way. This is what we do now. This is what we do when we're reaching for straws and stories to pull, much like this podcast. We're not even at episode 100 yet. And, you know, hey, here we are reaching, reaching, reaching. You know what I mean? And so it's funny. You have to pay attention to when someone says 
what, what they're actually talking about, because there's a big difference between having 10 million TikTok likes and 10 million TikTok followers. Okay. Ask Addison Ray. It means absolute. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's what it means. I'll tell you, here's a little inside baseball for my friends because half of you aren't on TikTok. Some of you are. And guess what? I know when you're looking at my profile because they tell me I'm a business. I know when you look at my profile, I also know when you look at my TikToks and don't like them. So what? But here's the key. There's a huge difference between 10 million likes and 10 million followers. Okay. 10 million likes is nothing. I've almost got, how many likes do we have? Hold on. Let's see. How many likes do we have on TikTok? Let's find out. It's probably a lot. It's probably like a hundred million at least, to be honest. 23,000. Okay. So we're almost there. You know what I mean? We are so close to Lucy's level. We are almost on Lucy's level with the rest of you females, okay? And so what we need to do now is we just need a few more likes on our TikTok page because we have 23,000. We're so close to 10 million, just like Lucy. But I get it. You know what I mean? She goes a little vi-vi and she's a little viral and, you know, a couple people post about her and, you know, it's all fine and dandy. And so, um, bum, 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 bum. she made this declaration, right? She, she says, Hey, I'm too pretty to work. I'm going to quit my job. Here we go. She says, I don't want to work the rest of my life. Okay. You know, um, it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't, does it look like, does it look like, here's a picture. Here's a picture of Lucy on the screen. Does it look like Lucy wants to get up at 6am and work every day? Let's figure it out together. Let's take a look at Lucy and let's think if we had to put some of our money on Lucy, if we took all of our Bitcoin, uh, and we put it on Lucy, do we think she should go to work at 6am every day by her looks? No. She shouldn't. Lucy should stay home, eat Sonic, stay in bed all day and make more TikToks and then go to Starbucks and make more TikToks. You know what I mean? That's what Lucy needs to do. And I think that's the perfect plan. Um, and of course, the viewers and the commenters were crazy, were very quick to chime in uh, with their own thoughts, many slamming her um slamming her self-confidence, la labeling her lazy and entitled, dude. Lazy and entitled, uh, Lucy is. And so that's what the comments said, because she doesn't want to work because she's a pretty girl. Try waking up at 4 a.m. every day, working 60 hours a week, one critic complained, claiming that they have it way worse than Lucy. Hey, guy, it's not Lucy's fault, okay? You chose to work there, and you can quit. You can quit your job. Oh, boo-hoo, you have to wake up at 4 a.m. and you have to work 60 hours a week? Great. Guess what? You can change that. You can do exactly what Lucy's doing, too. Once you realize you're a bad bitch, just like Lucy did, you'll be able to not have to go to work at 4 a.m. like the rest of us. Listen. These offices here don't open up till like 10, 11, maybe sometimes 12, depending on the weekend. Sometimes 1 p.m. We don't start getting to work around these studios. Okay, listen, we know we're pretty over here. We don't work nine to five. We're on Lucy's level. And the, the rest of you don't get on Lucy's level. You know what I mean? You're going to end up with miserable, miserable lives. And so... um Someone's entitled, another one blasted. I hope you get humble, girl. You need it. Looks have nothing to do with it. To 
This one girl said, I hope you get humble, girl. You need it. Looks have nothing to do with working and it's sad you have that mentality. And so it's hilarious because people thought Lucy was serious, much like this podcast. It's funny. I was telling someone uh, about this podcast just the other day and they're like, yeah, well, like, what's it about? What do you talk about? And so I had mentioned like our 40 stray cats bit from like two or three episodes ago. And like I explained a bit and I said, yeah, they're going to catch them and release them and then put them back in the wild. And then I was like, hey, man, that's still 40 stray cats. But then he was like, yeah, but that means they'll like die soon and like they won't reproduce. So like then they'll eventually go away. And I was like, I know that I'm not an idiot, but like also, um, I know what I'm talking about and I think you're an idiot. So you don't really get it. So it's not for you. So unfortunately that's what happened. So, um, of course now, uh, Lucy has a lot of Lucy already has a lot of followers on her level. You don't get 10 million followers. You don't get 10 million likes on TikTok. If you don't have people that are down for you because she's got other people in the comments yelling, preach, sis, you know what I mean? Like claiming, sending this to every employer I've ever had. Like, bitch, I'm too pretty to work. And that's what I've been saying. I literally just told my friends this week because I had the realization on the podcast like a few weeks ago. All of my jobs. Here they are. Ready? Here's all the jobs I've ever had in order. Ready? Here we go. Subway. Wendy's. Hillside Cafe, Corner Stables Cafe, Turkey Hill, Best Buy, Radio Shack, Webtech, Gavin, West Shore Windows and Doors, Pixel and Hammer, and now I own Pixel and Hammer and Sparks Entertainment. I don't work for anyone, but myself. And so what I realized was when I had all those jobs and when I worked at all those places, I never actually did those jobs. I never actually gave a shit what any of the people before me or above me actually cared about. Because guess what? I knew A, it was bullshit. B, it didn't matter. C, they were wrong. D, I was right most of the time. And B, I was busy fucking booking weddings, phone calls for this business, doing this for that business, doing this for my magic, doing this for my DJ stuff, doing this for that, podcasting, booking, phone calls, interviews, Fox 43. There was a point in time where all the employees of the company that I worked at stopped working to watch me perform on Fox 43 News. Like, that's how big of a deal it was. So, like, I just realized now I've never actually worked a real job in my entire life and I'm pretty. So, Lucy, I'm on your level. Lucy, I'm on your level now. You know what I mean? So now that I'm on Lucy's level, I'm, I'm preaching it. I mean, look at her. She's in this adorable yellow sunflower dress. And like, I mean, I kind of want to go buy this for Meg. So I hope they link to it or she has a link. It's to her Instagram and there's a link. Okay. Uh, I'll get Meg's that dress and we'll go out and she'll wear it for me and be all cute because Meg's is too cute to work too. And that's me. So like we're a family of really attractive people and, um, we just don't really want to work. Like we're pretty sure, you know what I mean? Like our son, you know what I mean? He'll probably just be like a YouTuber, you know, cause that's where it's headed. He's already got a TikTok account, you know, we made him one yesterday. And so, um, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Um, 
So Lucy, you need to be on Lucy's level. And I think she, it's funny because she got so much hate for the, the, uh, what, what is clearly a joke and what is clearly a, um, what it, what is clearly just a, an entire bit, you know what I mean? And so now Lucy is, um, uh, Lucy, Lucy has like 20 million likes now. She's got so many more likes. Now, what's this, uh, what's this next story? Reporter's mom crashes his live show. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is, um, I mean, we, I do, do I even need to explain? I mean, this has Sandy Dunkel written all over it. This is some stuff that my mother would do. You know what I mean? Like, check, I mean, this is right. Is this what I think it is? Here we go. Ready? This is my mom. Hold on. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to work right now. You over there calling my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. And don't be holding up traffic because you got cars behind you. Did you record this? No matter how old you get, your mom will always be your biggest fan. That's definitely true for this journalist. Reporter Miles Harris was in the field in Columbus, Ohio, reportedly Tuesday when his mom happened to drive by. That's my mom. Hold on. He deadpans to his photographer and his mom, Sandy. Okay. His mom, Sandy, yells, hi, baby, and she waves out the window for the live shot. Hey, what is it about moms uh, with the name Sandy that causes them to be crazy? Okay, listen, if you're, if you, if your mom, if you grew up, if you were born in like the early 90s, 1990 to 1995, your mom has to be, they all have to have the same traits, right? They're... They're, um, like they're, they're like the guy I just saw on Facebook. I was literally on Facebook two seconds ago, right here. There's a guy trying to sell a rare purple princess Diana bear on uh, Facebook marketplace for 20 grand. He thinks this beanie baby's worth 20 grand. Every mom in the neighborhood that we grew up in has a collection of beanie babies that they are waiting to make them hundreds of thousands of dollars and they're all worth $10 a piece. Like every comment on this $20,000 listing is like, bro, they're for sale for 20 on face on eBay. Like people don't understand that when Hess truck drops their most recent, uh, you know, Hess truck announcement, you don't have to go buy them anymore. Like they're not going to pop. They're not going to be it. We still know people who are buying their grown 28, 29, 30, 31 year old children. Now adults, by the way, remember that keyword, the new Hess trucks. Okay. Now, listen, I don't blame them. Okay. The, the, the new ones are dope. The new one comes with the one with the, uh, with the, the, the tow truck. And then it comes with, I think two hot rods. So it's like old school central PA, like with the hot rods. So you get like the truck and the two little extra figures. So it's like three and one this year. And I mean, who can beat the price? Like, what is it? Twenty nine ninety nine. Get me the Hess truck. Get me the Hesh trucks for 2022, 23 $41 now. Is that how much they cost? $41.99. But dude, like I said, you get the flatbed truck with the two hot rods. All of them light up. I mean, 
The hot rods themselves have wheelie pop in action, four realistic sounds, flashing lights, a loading ramp onto the flatbed, and of course, when you order right now today, you get free shipping and batteries with your order. You get free batteries, dude. If you use PayPal, you can buy it now and pay later. I keep hitting my desk and my camera's shaking. I'm sorry. Um, so this is kind of, yeah, this is crazy. I love it. I think this is great. I think dude, free shipping, you get the nine energizer batteries, 4199 plus tax. It's great. I think I, I'm, I'm, I, I think we're going to start buying Ollie the Hess trucks this year. I think we're going to start with these Hess trucks. And I think from every year on out, we're still going to get them. I mean, here, here, the first review, I mean, posted just what, yesterday? The first review posted yesterday, fantastic collection items. My father started buying these Hess trucks when our first child was born and continued buying them for each grandchild as they came along. Our son is 34 and still gets excited when he knows it's time for his Hess truck. Is it? Does he get excited when he opens it in your basement? Do you guys open gifts together in the basement where your son lives or out in the storage shed where your son lives because he thinks that's cooler? Where's your son living that he gets excited at 34 years old for his Hess truck? I mean, it's funny because all of the reviews are the same thing. It's a beautiful product. The only issue is the price. I've been buying these trucks for 40 years. Another 40-year-old. I mean, they're all the same thing. They're all, it's the same clientele. The kids aren't buying them. The adult, it's adults that are playing with these. And it's so fascinating to me that the Hess truck is still a thing. We all as kids thought we had parents that thought Beanie Babies and Hess trucks were going to make them hundreds of thousands of dollars so that they would never have to work a day in the hospital again. My mother, my mother has been trying to get herself out of her hospital job since the day I was born. She hates it. She wakes up at fucking butt crack of dawn every day. She hates it. She goes in there. She has to deal with sick people who are dying. She was dealing with it all through COVID. No one gives a shit. And like whatever else happens. And she just wishes that she could have gotten six more people to sign up for Mary Kay. Because if she would have gotten that pink Cadillac, if she would have gotten six of her friends and then six and, and then all six of them got six of their friends. And I'm pretty sure she needed one more round of all six of those people getting six more people to sign up. My mom would have gotten a pink Cadillac and we would have been living the freaking life, dude. I'm pretty sure back then you not only got a pink Cadillac. You got like a hundred million dollars a year. You got all the free makeup you wanted and you got like all expenses trips paid everywhere that you ever wanted to go. If you were the top Mary Kay salesman in your area. And that was the dream that they were pitching to these women. These women are parents who were like, and it's still happening by the way, you can still, I'm pretty sure I'm talking, I'm talking as if this was a, uh, this is a dying thing. No, I'm sorry. You can still go on to marykay.com and can you still get, hold on. Can you still get the Mary Kay pink Cadillac 2023? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How much is it going to cost to get a free Mary Kay pink Cadillac? Oh, man. They're still doing it. Qualifying for the pink Cadillac involves purchasing $102,000 worth of Mary Kay goods per calendar year and maintaining that qualification requirements team continually purchase at least $50,000 per quarter of Mary Kay products. Put in another way, the team needs to move at least 16,000 worth of Mary Kay items on a monthly basis. Okay. So in order to get the all new 2022 pink Cadillac SUV, you and all your friends need to sell $16,000 worth of Mary Kay products a month. I'm confused as to why every influencer doesn't sign up for, like, why isn't Trisha Paytas and all of her friends signing up for Mary Kay? Like, wouldn't you want to sign up for Mary Kay, put your link in your YouTube bio so that like every time you post a YouTube video, you're selling Mary Kay with your link and everything else. Maybe that's not how Mary Kay works. I don't know. But like, I would put my link in bio and then I'd roll out in that beautiful light pink Cadillac XT5. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Uh, so my mom, since the year, I think 1999, maybe 2000, since the year 2000, not the Jonas brothers, but since the year 2000, my mom's been trying to get this Mary Kay pink Cadillac. Now for a while we gave up on that pipe dream and we flipped, we flipped to Tubbleware. Okay. And I feel like everyone, this story is so relate. If you, I'm not even talking about my mom anymore. I'm talking about yours because it's so relatable. Once your mom's done selling the makeup, whether it's Mary Kay or Avon, they realize that that Cadillac pipe dreams out of the line. We're flipping to Tupperware because you know what we can get with Tupperware? We can get free food demos in our house every weekend with all of our friends. We can get a little drunk because, of course, the cocktails on the menu. We can use the tools and the whatever and the and what what's the other what's the other one that we got. Is it Tupperware that has all the stuff? I don't know. It's, it's it's one of those. You know what I mean? And so my mom would have these parties, these Tupperware parties, where all of her friends would come over and they would all like sit around in a circle and they would say what they use their Tupperware for and how it's improved their lives. I swear to God, I swear to God, every, like maybe one Thursday, like every second Thursday of the month, all of my mom's friends would come over, they would sit in the fucking living room and they would all go around in a circle and they would talk about the Tupperware items, the Tupperware bowls and containers and whatever else the hell that they sold, the things where the lids didn't pop off, whatever. And then they would tell the group how that piece of Tupperware has improved their lives over the last like month or however long it's been since they came to the last Tupperware party. And then the host will ask all these intriguing questions like, is it easy to wash? Do you love using it? 
If you didn't have it anymore, would you, um, what, what would you do? Would your life be in shambles if you didn't have this product now? And of course the answers are yes, of course. Like, yeah, now that I think about it, like I can't live without this piece of Tupperware. And of course all the other girls now they're thinking, they're like, damn, how do I use mine? Is it, I just, I just put popcorn in mine, but you know, it's okay. Would you, I got to make cookies or something. I use the, I use the bowl and then the scraper that comes with the bowl to make the cookies for the community and the kids and the charity. I give all the cookies to charities. We, and now we're making shit up, right? Because we didn't know we had to fucking present show and tell with the Tupperware that we bought last time. And all the while, all the while, while my mom and all, while my mom's friends are in the living room sharing their feelings about the Tupperware they bought last time and thinking about what the Tupperware is that they're going to buy this time, my mom's in the other room listening and she's writing shit down. And she's like, okay, Tammy says she might want this. Mandy thinks she might want this. Lisa thinks she might want this. My other friend thinks she might want this. And then she goes through the catalog in the kitchen and she's writing down numbers and prices. And she's seeing how each, 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 which one of her friends is going to spend. How much money is each one of her friends going to spend here at the party? Because based on how much money they spend, the host then gives my mom spending credits on her own Tupperware shit. And that's the only reason anyone ever has a Tupperware party. It's not because they eventually want to become a seller. It's because they just want some free shit now so they don't have to buy it later when they go to Target or Walmart. Okay. And it's just an excuse to get the fucking girls together, get the wine, get away from the kids, do whatever, get the husbands out of the house, like it's girls night in, whatever. You know what I mean? And so my mom's in there circling shit in the catalog, getting this for free. She's qualified for this for free. She gets this much off of this one. She gets this for free. And me and my sister are like eating the snacks in the fucking kitchen that the ladies are done eating. And we're like, yo, mom, what do we get? We get like the pizza kits or we like get the kids, the kids fun pack. We get the kids fun pack of reusable sandwich bags for free because we're there and the host loves us. You know, it was a fun time for the whole freaking family family. And like, it's just insane to me to think that like all of that is still happening. All of that is still happening. Like, it's just insane to me. What's the one? Is it, is it? Oh, dude, not freaking Tubbleware. Okay. Because after you're done with, listen, this is how it all starts. We start with the Mary Kay. Okay, we start with the makeup. And when the Mary Kay and Avon runs out, we realize that none of our friends are really that pretty and they're not really buying this makeup because it's really expensive and they can go to Ulta and get it for cheaper anyways and or Target and or Walmart for even cheaper. Okay, it's not happening. Then we switch to the Tupperware. But what do we do to get the food items in the Tupperware? You need cooking utensils to get your leftovers in the Tupperware, right? Or the mixing bowls or whatever. Hear me out. Pampered Chef. Okay. And now Pampered Chef has been a staple in my family's household for, I don't know, how old am I now? 
30 years, okay? I've got Pampered Chef Pizza Stones. I've got Pampered Chef um, Pizza Cutters. We've got Pampered Chef Dough Blenders. We've got Pampered Chef Bowl Scrapers, Pampered Chef Mixers, Pampered Chef Meat Mashers, Pampered Chef Spatulas. If you grew up or were born in the early 90s, you have something that's Pampered Chef in your kitchen. Okay. And it's the same thing as the Tupperware dude, right? The Tupperware, the pampered chef, they would all come over. They would all come over. And like for the longest time, for the longest time, it was like, it was the, it was the, the pizza stone or like the Teflon trays or what did my mom, my mom got us all, um, 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 oh, like the cookie racks. Of course, my mom has the cookie racks, the, the loaf bins, the, the, uh, the micro cookers. Oh, the steamer, the steamer. Everyone in my family has a pampered chef microwave steamer. If you don't have a pampered chef microwave steamer, get your life together. Either A, you're not trashy enough, or B, you just didn't live life. If you don't have the freaking steamer, okay, you need this in your life. It's just this black container. It's got some holes on top and it's microwave safe. You put whatever you want in there, broccoli, vegetables, potatoes, whatever. We make everything in this thing. Put a little bit of water in it, put it in the microwave and it just steams the shit out of it and it makes it banging every time. Every single one of my family members, because of my mother, has a Pampered Chef steamer and or a Pampered Chef oven stone in their house right now. And if it's not one of those things, there's something pampered chef that Sandy has gotten for you over the last five to 10 years still in your house. Because why not people? I mean, why not? It all has a lifetime warranty. You know what I mean? It's a lifetime guaranteed product, you know? So if it breaks or like stops working or doesn't do anything or, you know what I mean? Like it's fine. It's fine. If you know, it breaks because then you can just call 1-800-PAMPEREDCHEF and boom, bam, they're going to send you another microwave steamer. Here it is. It's called the, it's the one quart micro cooker. You can get a whole motherfucker. You can get a whole micro cooker set, ladies and gentlemen, for $49. I didn't know they came in different sizes because I haven't been invited to a pampered chef party in years, Sandy. So I need for Christmas now the three piece micro cooker set. Okay. Um, because you save when you buy because just one is probably like $29. And so you save when you buy three. And so I'm telling you what you need to do is you need to find a friend who has, uh, who has, you know, uh, a pampered chef license or someone who's in it or someone who can get you there. Cause you can probably it's on sale now. It's, it's originally $58 for the three piece set, but right now it's on sale for 49. And I bet you, if you have a party, Sandy might be able to get it for you for either cheaper or for free. So call Sandy Dunkel and get your pampered chef party on. And like, you know what I mean? Rock and roll. Let's go baby. Like, you know, I think it's time to bring back the parties in 2023. Now that Andrew Tate's gone, we need a new MLM scam to get 
the people's blood going again. COVID's over. We need to get back out. We need to start socializing again. And what better way to do that than pampered chef parties, okay? Make it happen. I need this micro cooker set. I need that three-piece set for Christmas, okay? I'm serious. I'm so serious. And so, dude, shout out, shout out to Drake. Shout out to Drake and 21 Savage because this, the promo or the, I'm sorry, I don't even know. Can we call it promo? Is it promo? This whole, mm, this whole 2022-2023 version of doing your own promo, I think is going to have a lot of repercussions on some things. Like, uh, and I mean, I listened to Howard Stern talk about it this morning. So for those of you who don't know, what's crazy is, so here's what happened. Drake and 21 Savage drop a collaboration album. This is something people have been asking for for years. This is something that's big. The industry has been talking about it. It's been a huge anticipation. We've all been waiting for this Drake 21 Savage album, right? It comes out. And then all of a sudden, right, you expect, because it's that's what happens. When an album drops, when a movie comes out, the actors or the artists, they go on press tours, right? They do interviews, they do hot ones, they go on uh, they go on Saturday Night Live, they go on Howard Stern, they do interviews with Vogue or Rolling Stone or, you know, Ellen DeGeneres or Dr. Oz, <laughs> he lost. And so whatever else happens. And so then, then uh, what we saw... This past weekend was, we saw 21 Savage and Drake on the cover of Vogue. They did their own NPR, um, they did their own NPR, uh, they did their own NPR tiny desk. Let's play a video of that. Here's Drake and 21 Savage, uh, on their press tour, uh, doing an NPR, um, mini desk, uh, the thing that they do. Here's a series. Today, all the, the audience, everybody at home, my name is Drake. And uh, this is our time. And then we have, um, and then they did Howard Stern, dude. So we had Drake and we had Drake and 21 Savage on Howard Stern. And um, like, dude, Howard asked some heavy, heavy hitting questions. Okay. Um, And here. um, What what type of porn are you watching? What what is your thing? It's top. Wow. Holy like shit. Highest tier of <laughs> top givers. That's really what I'm I see. Consistently, like on a daily basis, tuned into like Right. Just really like those are like the real superstars of the world to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh um, what about love? I mean, could you ever commit to one woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be married. You could be married. I wanna I, hear his answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could, you know. Like, I think, uh, I think that, I think that. So Dragon 21 Savage on Howard Stern, like kind of iconic, you know what I mean? And like, so they talked about porn and love and like a lot of heavy hitting topics, something not really kind of PC for 2022, but, uh, they, they got, they got some media attention, right? So 
uh, some some press picked up on it. Some some local news stations, some national stations picked up on it too. Um, and you know, it's uh, when 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 Howard asked Drake, you know, like, could you see yourself getting married? Drake had some pretty controversial things to say. Drake said basically he's dating like four or five women because he wants to create the perfect woman. And apparently, some women have an issue with that. And so that's kind of a big deal. And so like. Um, some other uh, press outlets like picked up on it. Like um, here's uh, here's Fox Five, right? Well, certified lover boy Drake is revealing whether he'd ever get married. Over his career, he's been linked to a few different women, but we've never really seen him in a steady relationship. But in a candid interview with Howard Stern, Drake was asked if he could ever commit to just one woman. I think that eventually, once all this is said and done for us, and that addiction of work and success and forward movement is over i feel right. like we're all gonna need something real 100 it's not too late okay but then like right now i feel like i get into this habit of dating like four or five women to make one woman uh-oh what are you i cannot what? i cannot with that oh my goodness wow. okay i cannot oh my goodness jessica i cannot i can't believe drake said that can you believe it? Because I'm one of the women he's dating. Uh, I cannot. So people are like reacting. Like 21 Savage and Drake on Howard Stern is like a big deal in this country. Like it's the number one radio host. It's the number one rapper in the U.S. arguably. I think 21 Savage is big over in France, I think maybe. Like he, he's also huge here. So like they, they're both staples in the rap community. They're talking to Howard Stern. It's it's a big deal. But like when Howard asks these heavy hitting questions about like sex and love and getting married, you expect them to give you honest answers. And in this interview, Drake and Savage were honest. You know what I mean? And so, um, so they finished out the press tour. They did, they did a Vogue cover. They did, um, they were on Saturday night live. They had Michael B. Jordan introduce them. And then they performed their new song as the musical guest on Saturday night live last weekend. Um, and dude, man, so Drake and 21 Savage are just all over the press kit. The only issue is Drake and 21 Savage didn't do anything. Okay, there's a pattern on this podcast. It's about people not doing anything. And that's why we ask the question, hey man, what are we doing? And if the answer's nothing, that's great. As long as we know that the answer's nothing. Because that's exactly what Drake and 21 Savage did. So is Drake the greatest of all time? We have to now ask and answer this question because the music has already spoken for itself. I think if you ask anyone who will argue with you. He's definitely up there within the top one, two, or three spots of maybe greatest rapper of all time, at least our generation, right? The numbers are there, the money's there, the connections, the everything, the sales, everything combined. I mean, it's pretty hard to top what Drake's doing. Maybe Jay-Z, maybe a little Wayne, maybe. I don't know if they're as relative, as relevant or have been in their pop time, but you know what I mean? Like it's right now, now is the time. Obviously it's Drake. It is what it is. Don't argue with me. That's what it is. That's what I'm saying. And so 
they, it's genius. This is how you market yourself in 2023. We, th- we, I, someone told me about this three years ago. They said someone wrote a fake article about themselves in the New York Post, and that's how they got all their gigs because they were published in the New York Post and they had a review about their show in New York Post. But they are the ones who freaking paid for it in the New York Post, in the Washington Journal, whatever freaking article they said it was from. Drake and 21 Savage has been all over social media this week just slamming brands and other images and videos and deep fakes and so many other things. They put themselves on the cover of Vogue, which I'm pretty sure they're getting sued for. They put themselves on NPR's tiny desk, uh, and NPR tiny desk actually wants to do one with them. Now that was fake as well. They put themselves on the Howard Stern show. That was fake. They put themselves as the musical guests on Saturday Night Live, actually upstaging the freaking algorithm that the original guy had. Some TikTok guy, I think. I think his song popped on TikTok, maybe. I don't remember who it was. But you know what I mean? Like, so they have all of these marketing interviews and cover shoots and photos and everything, and none of it actually happened. Like Drake and 21 Savage sat down for 20 minutes and filmed as if they were answering questions that Howard Stern was actually asking them. It's one of the most genius marketing moves I think I've ever seen. I think that now people are going to copy this heavily and you are going to see a flood, a flood of people tagging businesses and like, yo, thanks for putting me on your cover. You know what I mean? Kind of like this post right here. I don't know if you guys heard, but um, Chris Evans, the man who plays, I believe, Captain America. Is, is Captain America in the Marvel movies? Chris Evans was named People Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year. And thanks to you guys, me, the host of this podcast, was named the runner-up. It was Chris Evans, People's Sexiest Man of the Year, and then me, Levi McCurdy, second most sexiest People's Magazine Man of the Year. I just wrapped an interview with him the other day. It's insane, like the emails and the text messages that are coming in. Like, I can keep up with them because it's just a few, but like, it's insane to me that like, you guys voted me second sexiest People's Magazine's Choice of the Year for Sexiest Man Alive on the Planet. And I mean, obviously we need to give all the attention, all the spotlight, all of the, all of, all of the energy and all of the praise and everything does need to go to Chris Evans. Cause I mean, he deserved it. He's been working out his whole life. I mean, I've only been, I haven't been to the gym in like six years. And so Chris, Chris really deserves the number one spot, but also just so you know, I'm number two. So like, just keep that in mind when we're celebrating Chris and like, you know, inviting him to all the parties and the after parties and stuff. I am people magazine's second sexiest man of the year. I mean, it's, it's, it's up there. It's, it's up there as one of like my greatest accomplishments. Obviously my son and my fiance are number one and two. And then I guess this people magazine thing is a pretty big freaking deal. So that's number two in my life. Um, so, you know, uh, thank you guys for your support. I mean, that's pretty much it, but I think what's going to happen is we are going to see, uh, we are going to see this, this type of marketing happen more and more and more as it becomes more accessible or AI or deep fakes or whatever you want to call this. I mean, this is just easy video editing. I can put myself in the Howard Stern show in two minutes. You know what I mean? It's easy to do, but 
If you have a multi-million dollar production company like Drake does, you can do it even easier. So why not put yourself on the cover of People Magazine, put yourself on the Ellen DeGeneres show, put yourself on the Howard Stern show, put yourself here, put yourself there, tell people you were just interviewed by President Joe Biden, and they'll have to believe you. If it looks like you were interviewed by him, then they'll think you were interviewed by him. I'm about to start having fake guests on this podcast. You know what I mean? Why not? I'm going to start pulling interviews with celebrities and I'm going to start cutting out all the other people talking to them and I'm going to put myself in there and I'm going to make fake fucking interviews with myself because that's how the world works now. Drake is on to the next wave. Like this is what's coming next. You're not going to see artists sitting down with Sean Evans eating hot wings anymore on hot ones because they're going to do it themselves, pulling Sean Evans old questions from old episodes and just stitching themselves on the other side of the screen. Why not? It's genius. I think I might do it. I'm about to go buy a black curtain and film myself eating 10 hot wings with a black tablecloth and a freaking wooden board and sauces in front of me like I'm on freaking hot ones. And I can't wait because I've always wanted to be on that show and I've tweeted at him and Sean Evans won't tweet me back. Okay. First we feast won't tweet me back because why not? I think what you should do is you should have me and maybe Haley or maybe someone else or maybe whoever else as a podcaster. Just, I know Haley wants to be on it, but who doesn't want to be on it? Fuck it. Give me and Tim, me and Justin, me and Paul. It doesn't matter as long as I'm there. I don't give a shit, but get us on it. Okay. And then we can promote like small podcasts and stuff instead of big celebrities and like James Corden. Like what does James Corden like? I get it. I love it. I love knowing the inside scoop of like carpool karaoke and shit. But like James Corden doesn't need the platform. Like give it to like, you know, like whatever. I don't know. Like, hey, Sean Evans hit me up. I'd love to eat hot wings with you. You know what I mean? So it's crazy how these celebrities are going to market themselves. Um, you know, it just, I think, I think the marketing strategy is through the roof. At least it's not what freaking Elon Musk is doing, dude. The, uh, blue check marks went live this morning and the worst of the worst have been verified. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse now verified all of his friends now verified. All you have to do is sign up for Twitter blue for seven 99 a month and you will instantly receive a blue check mark next to your name. But here's the thing. People can go onto your profile and they can tap on your blue check mark and it'll say either that you're important and you're actually verified because you're an important person or it'll say that you're verified because you're a monthly subscriber to Twitter blue. So they basically call you out. Um, and it's, uh, kind of the floodgates have opened all of my friends. Now I'm scrolling through my timeline and all of my friends now are verified. These people weren't verified before. They have no reason to be verified. It's weird that they're verified. I'm not doing it. You will not see me verified. Why would I pay $8 a month just to get a fake blue check? You know what I mean? But all of my friends now, my entire timeline is a mix of real and blue, real and fake blue checks. And I don't know how to handle it. Like, why would we, why would we do 
Why would we do this? Why would you give everyone the power to have the same power? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, the reason people are, there's a reason there's a verification process for, like, celebrities or, like, news networks or getting real information from things and other things going on that you can trust. Now, I just have to kind of guess or take one extra step to see if maybe I should trust them or not. Like, it's so stupid. Just give everyone a blue check. What's take the blue check away? Like it doesn't make any sense to now allow everyone to have a blue check. If YouTube just said, Hey, as soon as you make a YouTube channel, you can get ads on your videos and sign up for monetization and you'll make a thousand dollars per click. Like if they did that, then everyone would do it. Like it just doesn't make sense for all of these <laughs> literally it just is insane to me that now every single OnlyFans girl is verified on Twitter. Every single girl I know who has an OnlyFans account, and you know them too, go ahead, scroll through timeline. There's one, two, three I'm looking at right now. They're all verified now because guess what? They're important and they want you to click on their profile because you know what else is in their profile? The link to their OnlyFans page or whatever else they're trying to get you to buy. It's insane to me, dude, that now everyone just has the opportunity to like, you know, be a part of the club. You know what I mean? It's just like, and like the people who are paying to get verified using Twitter blue are like posting, bam, oh shit, I'm verified now. Look at me, I'm the shit. Holy shit, look at me, I'm verified. Holy shit, look at me. But like, yo, if you just got verified today, everyone knows you paid for it. Like if your shit wasn't there yesterday and now you have a blue check on your Twitter, you're done. Get out. Like it's stupid. You're an idiot. If I am to believe that for whatever reason yesterday you weren't verified, but now today you are, and that's the real application process and you're really verified, fuck you. Like if I hover over your verification badge and I click on it, it says this account is verified because they're a notable government news entertainer and other design designated category. Okay, this lady's actually verified. But if I click on this chick's profile, this says this account is verified because it's subscribed to Twitter Blue. Oh, and would you look at that? She lives alone and has an OnlyFans page. Like, you know what I mean? People, I don't make shit up anymore because we know exactly what's going on. It's insane to me that Elon Musk has taken such an amazing platform such as Twitter, something that has less daily active users than Snapchat, by the way. Snapchat has more people using it daily, Justin would know, than Twitter does. It's a very small community and he is ruining it with just every, it's been three days and he's changed shit every day since then. He's just gotten rid of the work from home policy. Twitter had an open work from home policy, no more. No more. Everyone back in the office, bitch. Let's go. Full time in office. Print out all your code. Just kidding. Get rid of it. Shred it all now. It's too much paper. You're all fired. Wait a minute. I need you, you, and you to come back because I got some projects for you. Sorry, I didn't mean to fire you. And like, dude, 
It's a shit show. We're giving Twitter six months, man. And I'm sorry, but if you're one of my friends who's paying for a blue check mark now, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. You know what I mean? And ladies and gentlemen, we just want to give a shout out this week to all of our Patreon members. They consist of Ariel, Tim, Justin, and Megan. Thank you guys so much for subscribing to our Patreon. If you have not subscribed or signed up to our Patreon, check out patreon.com backslash what are we doing? And uh, just for you guys here in this episode, I'm going to insert a little clip. Here's a clip of this week's bonus episode that you can only get on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com backslash what are we doing? It's only a dollar. You literally need $1, and I know for a fact that I pay at least 10 people every month, so I know for a fact that most of you should have $1 to help support this Patreon and podcast and everything we're doing over here at the Wadpod Studios, so please check out our podcast on Patreon at patreon.com backslash what are we doing. Please enjoy this quick snippet uh, of bonus episode 10 between, uh, it's a conversation with me and my friend Paul, uh, and please, I hope you enjoy it, and if you do and you want to hear the rest of this episode, we nerd out uh, on Andor, the Star Wars show, we talk about the Elon Musk takeover and things coming next uh, in that realm as well. So please head on over to patreon.com backslash what are we doing and check out um, check out all of the bonus content, the episodes there. There's different membership tiers, but by God, it is only a dollar to sign up and you get everything and everything uh, episodes sometimes early, ad free, and of course, our bonus episodes uh, with Paul and sometimes myself. So check that out at patreon.com backslash what are you doing? What I'm sorry, backslash what are we doing? It's so patreon.com backslash what are we doing? You've got it. Sign up today. It's only a dollar. Check out this exclusive clip. Thanks, guys. Well, it also doesn't help that like a bunch of grifters during the Trump years used it to get people to give money for the border wall, and like obviously wait, there's no you... border wall. Wait, 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 wait. So wait. it doesn't help that like wait. the credibility went way downhill. Wait, 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 maybe I'm making sure I spell it right. Border wall, GoFundMe. Steve Bannon, a $25 million border wall campaign. <laughs> GoFundMe gone bad. GoFundMe gone bad. Oh my God. A U.S. veteran yeah. named Brian Clofferger launched a campaign yep. on the crowdfunding site GoFundMe. We the people will fund the wall. The purpose was self-explanatory. It aimed to raise $1 billion to help finance the wall on the U.S.-Mexico border in support of a central election promise of President Donald Trump. Within a week, holy fucking shit, within a week, the campaign received $17 million in donations and plenty of national media attention. Soon after, brought on former Trump aide Steve Bannon as a collaborator. And by Tuesday of the week after that, the effort since remained We the People Built the Wall had collected 25, almost $26 million from over 250,000 individual donors this morning. And it all came tumbling down. We had no shit. 
No shit. It, what, what did they think they were going to do? Just PayPal? Just Venmo the U.S. government $26 million <laughs> out of their GoFundMe account? And just be like, okay, let's go. Start built. Like, were, were they all... Here's what would have been a much better idea, and I think, honestly, should have been the bit. If all 250,000 of those idiots went to Home Depot and used the money that they donated to build the wall to buy as much bricks as they could with that money, and then all went to Texas together to start building it, and when all of those idiots were in the same place, we just... Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this has been another amazing episode. Like I just said a few moments ago, check out our Patreon. There's a link down in the description below. Check out all our other affiliate links and sponsors of these episodes. We've got links for Blue Chew, ShipStation, BarkBox, uh, and just about everything else you can think of. Dude Robe, perfect gifts for you and your woman. Uh, so when you shop at DudeRobe.com, use promo code WAD, W-A-W-D, at checkout for an additional discount. Okay? Support this podcast. Listen, Christmas is coming up, so you're gonna need ShipStation. Listen, if you sell those little trinkets, okay? If you're on Etsy and you sell those little tiny trinkets, they're like little, little tiny like turtles with little, little flat bobbleheads. Some of them are penguins with little flappy wings. You know what I'm talking about? And they just kind of move. It's just a loose spring. And so if there's a light little breeze or in the air, they're little tiny animal trinkets. Megs has like three of them on the counter. If you sell those on Etsy, okay, you need to use ShipStation. ShipStation has incredible incredibly, 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 incredibly competitive prices. Okay. You're going to go to wadpod.com backslash ship S H I P P is in pink. You know what I mean? S H I P wadpod.com backslash ship. And you're going to get stuff for free. You can start by signing up today. Uh, no credit card required, by the way, you get 30 days free with no credit card required wadpod.com backslash ship. If you sell, listen, if you have a cricket, right. And you make mugs or you make like cups with like little quotes on them that say like, I wish I was dead or like, I don't feel like doing it anymore. And then like you cut out the vinyl and like you wrap it on like, you put it on a shirt or you put it on like a sign or a sticker for a car or like however you sell them. And then you put them on like Facebook marketplace and all your little yard sale groups. And maybe you have an Etsy store or maybe you sell them on eBay. Cause you have a lot of fans overseas and like you have, you have like the, the big cricket that can do like actual things. So like you have little wooden trinkets that you can get from the kits and maybe you have the mug thing. So you can make custom mugs too. You can have one that says like, I fucking hate my job on a mug. And then you can sell that on Etsy. And when you sell that on Etsy, you're going to have to ship it. And you should do that with ShipStation. So check out our friends at ShipStation. Check out all the other links in the comments and everything down below. Check out our social media. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter. Okay. It's wadpod.com backslash links for everything you need to follow us. Listen, guys, it's 2022. I don't need to give you these links anymore. You know where they're at. You know where to find them. Run this episode up on Spotify. Guess what? This podcast so far, let me get an actual number for you guys because you deserve it. You deserve to have an up-to-date by-the-minute number 
fuck, we hit our goal, and it's not even the end of the year, dude. This podcast so far has made $5.68 in the last five episodes, and it's all thanks to you guys. I'm now averaging $1 an episode. Thank you. Listen to this episode on Spotify, wadpod.com backslash Spotify, or click the link down below, and that's where you're going to get these amazing, amazing ambassador ads. You'll hear me talk about anchor.fm or amazing host. Shout out to you guys. They're paying us now. This podcast has made $5.68. Our freaking Patreon is growing. We're making money there as well. Thanks to you guys, the dream is coming true, okay? The dream is coming true. This podcast is amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Levi McCurdy. It's been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. Peace out, everybody. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.